Welcome to the Glow Up Effect podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Diana. Here at the Glow Up Effect, we're diving deep into mindset shifts, inspiration, and daily actions to help you thrive in your everyday. Let's get down to business and let's claim your glow up, girl. Solo episode today, we are talking about doubt, and this really came to me on various occasions. And I've been dying to do an episode about this, and literally, I didn't get it together to do so until my coach was like, Elizabeth, sit down and do this. Just sit, sit down, stop thinking about it so much, and just sit down and do this episode because I don't even have to pry it out of you like you say one thing and you're like let me give you examples let me tell you about this and it just all comes out so I really just sometimes need to get out of my own head it's like it's a real deal guys but yeah today what did I do today let me tell y'all a little bit about today um I woke up I did work from home today was day nine I'm on a smoothie cleanse I'm on JJ Smith's 10-day green smoothie cleanse. So today's day nine. Um, I'm feeling lovely. I've mastered making eggs in all sorts of shapes and form, but that's because I can have that as a snack. But yeah, that's kind of what I'm up to today. Um, And it's very late. It's 1130 at night, but I'm going to crank this episode out because that's that's how I roll. Um, So, you know, there was just I started to realize in this recent season of my life that I have been projecting doubt, like aggressively projecting doubt onto people I love. It's not onto like, oh, you know, so-and-so from Instagram or so-and-so who works in the cubicle next to me or, you know, my second cousin, Stacy. I don't have a second cousin named Stacy, but girl, a model's roll deep. If you out there, my bad girl. (laughs) I started to realize that I was doing it so often and it really taught me a lesson about believing and trusting the process. And I'm just going to give you a couple of examples from my personal life that have literally almost, they've brought tears to my eyes because I can't believe that I was so confident in those negative thoughts in that doubt. And I was so aggressively projecting it onto the person who I was doubting. Um, and then they completely proved me wrong you know so my first example is my brother so my brother is two and a half years younger than me and you know at the start of 2019 he's like you know what guys I want to do a triathlon I've always wanted to do it it's on my goals list for this year and we're like okay David whatever and you know David started training he started he did keto for a little bit to kind of cut weight a little bit starts training he's going to the gym sometimes twice a day he's eating like super heavy to like make up all his macros for the amount of weights he's lifting and running and you know he's dropping weight like crazy but also you know just training 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 and we're like okay bro like that's cute and all but like come on now You've never run a marathon. You've never cycled. Like, you don't cycle anywhere. You don't even own a bike, David. You know? So this is all the thoughts we're going through. And then he's like, all right, well, I booked my trip to Miami. That's where the triathlon was taking place. So this triathlon, they were doing two and a half miles swimming in the ocean. So they have to get on a boat, drives them offshore, and they have to swim in the ocean, just you and your body. There ain't no flippers. There's no floaties. Like there's nothing. Right. So I remember going on the website for this triathlon and I'm showing my mom. And at this point, David's in Miami and I'm showing my mom the video, the highlight reel. 
um, of last year's triathlon. I'm like, mom, I was like, mom, David's not going to be able to do this. He's, he might be able to finish the triathlon, the part of swimming. He might be able to finish the swimming, but after that, like he's done, dude, he can't do this because after they swim, they had to run X amount of miles. And after that, they do six miles biking. I'm actually going to look this up to make sure I have all the, the facts right. It's actually uh, about a one mile swim. So you swim for one mile. Then you do 24.8 miles by bike and you do 6.2 miles running. And this takes about, it took him about three hours. When I saw this promo reel and I'm, me and my mom, my mom was projecting doubt too. And I think this might be where I inherited it from, but we're watching this and we're like panicking. I'm like, and my brother's like accident prone. Like he's gotten all sorts of weird injuries. Like he just gets into weird like activities and situations where he just breaks things. And you know, we keep telling him like, David, you're not gonna be able to finish. This is impossible. There's no way you can do cardiovascular activity okay and we just keep telling him and telling him and telling him and he went and he did his thing okay my brother went he unfortunately did not get a lot of sleep the night before uh, he flew in to Miami a couple days before his triathlon and he was doing what guys do in Miami they're drinking they're eating like shit they're brunching they're drinking champagne at all hours of the day okay these are 24 25 year old men how are you going to perform at your triathlon like this so my point in that story is that he he did not sleep the night before this event okay so he goes to the triathlon on zero hours of sleep oh my goodness he crushed it he came in seventh for recreational competitors and third in his age group and you know he was sending us pictures because they tag all the participants and they take pictures of them and stuff and i literally i couldn't believe it like when I saw the post in the pictures that my brother posted, my eyes were welling up in tears because I had the nerve to tell him that he couldn't do something, that he was incapable of doing it. And he went, and I'm his sister. I'm his big sister. I should have been telling him, you can do that. Go for it. That's a goal you have. Good luck. God bless you, right? And I'm here telling him that he cannot achieve this. And I'm so glad that he didn't listen to me, to my mother, to anyone else, because I'm sure other people were telling him like, bro, you're crazy. Literally, when I saw this post that, you know, he kind of highlighted that he did this and how it was so mentally challenging, but that he committed it to it and that he got out of his comfort zone and did training for three months and really took the discipline to do it like i i couldn't hold back the tears like i was so proud of him because if we always listen to the people who doubt us we are never going to get anywhere and then as people who love others as someone who loves him i shouldn't have been projecting that onto him i should have never been treating him that way you know why do we feel and think these things you know and it really comes down to understanding that these thoughts and these doubts they're coming from fear from the fear of failure from the fear of unknown you know understanding and looking back like wow he's never done a triathlon oh he's accident prone 
oh, you know, he's going to be swimming in the ocean because the ocean is so different from a pool. What if there's sharks in the ocean? Like, you know, all these thoughts that make us scared and make us unsure and uncertain of what the outcome is going to be but we need to learn to be comfortable find that happy medium with being comfortable with fear and understand that the beliefs we have about certain actions and moments they transfer you know what if we were so strongly transferring this belief onto my brother that he did cancel his trip and he didn't go to the triathlon and pulled out of it you know it, that could have been a huge chance and I know that there's so many people living out there right now living based off the tr the transferred beliefs that have been completely put onto them and they haven't asked for that you know so really trying to stop stop in the tracks of that transfer of negativity and doubt and I've started to start practicing the ability of saying the opposite of what that doubt, that feeling of doubt I have is. So instead telling people, oh, good luck, go for it. Oh, I hope you crush it. I hope it goes well, you know? So that, that chapter of my life with my brother crushing the triathlon was really a lesson learned. And then uh, recently, my son, who is four, um, my mom signed him up for some kids basketball league. I start looking up the details on my on the website on my computer and it says for ages five through nine and my son had literally just turned four late summer slash fall. And I'm like, oh my God, Elion cannot partake in this class. Like it's saying ages five through nine, these kids are gonna trample him. It's saying they're gonna do drills. They're gonna do basketball competency and one-on-ones. I was like, oh my God, no, he can't do this. He's only four. And I called my mom, I'm like, we need to withdraw his application. He cannot partake in this program. He's too young and he's just not, he's not ready. He's not ready. And my mom's like, Elizabeth, Elian's smart and he is athletic. Just, just take him and see what happens. So we show up to the first day of basketball and I'm being a total helicopter parent. And um, I actually happened to know one of the coaches there. We had done a parenting boot camp together um, in my, my neighborhood. And I'm like, hey, like, how are you? I'm like, all right, well, you know, he's young. Like, I'm just going to be here. I'm a little nervous. He's like, don't worry. Like, we work with all levels. Like, it's cool. Oh, my goodness. My son knocked it out of the park. My son was doing better <laughs> than some of these nine-year-olds, okay? Like, he, his ability to follow instruction, his ability to to listen, to follow, you know, the older kids leads, you know, yeah, he was the smallest one there. Yeah. He was the scrawniest and yeah, he was like, like a freaking one foot <laughs> underneath everyone else. But he, he slayed that he killed it. And I left that day. Like, wow, my son is only four years old and I am here projecting all of this negative thoughts, all of this doubt, all of this naysay, you can't do it onto him. I was like, how is that fair? I was like, that's not okay. You know, it's one thing if I took him and then he didn't do well. And I'm like, all right, Elian, maybe we shouldn't do this anymore. This is not a good fit. 
but before I even saw what the program was going to be run like, what I saw when I saw his abilities, before I even saw the space in the community, I was like, no, this is not for us. So this is another brief explanation of really taking a look at how my behaviors are are impacting the way others are going to feel and behave in their world because had Elian been a little older and heard me saying that he would have maybe been doubting himself then he would have been like yeah I don't want to be here these kids are too big I can't do this because I'm too little I'm too young I'm too this I'm too that really taking the step back and recognizing why there's power in going through with it like go through with those things that you have that gut feeling that maybe I shouldn't do this just go through with it there's power in that and at the end of the day you need to shut those naysayers down and in this instant I have the the two examples I've given I've been the naysayer you know I've been the one that's saying <laughs> yeah right you know um, and in, in retrospect, like me with this podcast, like I would never, I would have never thought that I was capable of having a podcast. Like the instant my friend DeLovely was like, you should start a podcast. I'm like, who the hell would listen to me? Like, what do you mean? You know, and I'm already one year in, you know? So we really need to think about the words we, we say onto others, the thoughts we say and reflect onto others um, and find ways to negate those and turn them into positives. So yeah, that's kind of my little blurb about doubt and how doubt can really just be so transformative in terms of how you believe that energy can be transferred, like how that doubt becomes energy that is in a room, that is in a space, that is in someone's life. Like you don't wanna be that person that's always bringing that doubtful energy into the room. So I challenge you guys all to identify instances where you have projected doubt onto others and then practice how to shift your thoughts and how to change that to be a positive thought or a positive affirmation for them on their journey. So I want to tell you guys about my golly gummies, all right? My new favorite way to take apple cider vinegar has officially come to town, all right guys? Like, I'm not playing games. Golly Gummy is the first apple cider vinegar gummy, and let me tell you, it has none of that nasty aftertaste. If you guys are ever shooting back shots of apple cider vinegar, let me tell you, it's not pretty. So this, we skip the yuck of the ACV and take in all the benefits. So by taking two gummies, you're equivalent to one apple cider vinegar shot. For 5% off, enter the glow up effect at checkout and you're going to save 5% off and you're going to be able to get all those awesome benefits. You're going to have a delicious gummy. Sometimes it's like a treat for me because I try to cut down sugar. It's a treat. My son loves them. They have a delicious apple flavor and none of that bitterness from apple cider vinegar. You're going to love them. So for 5% off, enter the glow up effect at checkout. All right, love you guys, bye. All right, so that will be all. Take care, guys. Thank you for 
tuning in to another episode of the Glove Effect Podcast. If you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe and leave a review. If you love this episode, please share with your friends and family and tell them to check out the Glove Effect. Lastly, if you don't already, please check me out on Instagram at 